in verse 12 or chapter 12 he says um, he began to speak to them a parable a man planted a vineyard and he put a wall around it dug a pit and a wine press built the watchtower he went into the vineyard out to some farmers and went away on a journey at harvest time he sent a servant to the tenants to collect from them some of the fruit of the vineyard but they seized him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed then he sent another servant to them they struck the man on the head and treated him shamefully and sent he sent still another and that one they killed he sent many others some of them they beat others they killed he had one left to send a son whom he loved he sent him last of all saying they will respect my son but the tenants said to one another this is the heir come let us kill him and the inheritance will be ours so they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard what then will the owner of the vineyard do he will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others haven't you read in scripture the stone the builders rejected became the capstone the Lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes then they looked for another they looked for a way to arrest him because they knew he had spoken the parable against them but they were afraid of the crowd so they left him and went away and here's a parable and it's it's a powerful parable because this same story of the vineyard is told in the Old Testament too but it's from a different approach the vineyard is Israel and the vineyard in the Old Testament he talks about how he took the choicest vines and planted them but didn't bring fruit and it's a judgment on Israel for not producing fruit and we see that in the New Testament where God takes the wild olive branch and, and grafts it in uh, we are those wild olive branches we are those wild branches that are grafted in to that vineyard we are the ones that were taken uh, from other nations and other tribes and grafted in but the, the focus in the Old Testament is on them producing fruit. But here, it is on the leaders. Here, it is on those that are in charge of God's people. Here, it is the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers of the law, the, the experts of the law, the scribes, those that were leaders, the priests, the chief priests, those that crucified Jesus, those that were there to bring forth fruit. And instead of bringing fruit, they were more worried about themselves. The servants that were sent were the prophets. And when the prophets came and told them that they were doing wrong, when the prophets came and told them they were going away from the word of God, they would beat them and they would stone them and they would kill them. And finally, God sends his son. He sends his own unto them, fulfilling scripture after scripture. All they had to do was know the scripture, which they memorized. And he was fulfilling it time and time and time and time and time and time again. Fulfilling the scripture. And yet when he comes onto his own, they reject him. And he says, what is the Lord going to do? He is going to kill them tenants. And he is going to give it to another. And the whole vineyard, the whole reality of the kingdom of God was turned loose them from those that were in control the scribes the Pharisees the teachers of the law the priests the priesthood that whole thing destroyed when the the curtain was tore in the inner court and the opening to the holy of holies was made open 
That changed the whole thing to where now we are that kingdom of priests that Israel was supposed to be. We are the light unto the nations. We are the ones that are able to take the very presence of God with us and in us and bring people into the very courtrooms of God. We have access to boldly go before the throne of God. We have a way that was never there before. And instead of having these teachers of the laws and the scribes and Pharisees and ones that had heavy burdens that would place them on us and not lift the finger to help us and, and bring in traditions that would nullify the word of God, instead of having them, we now have apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists. And we ourselves can go to the word of God and learn and study and grow. We have access to the very word of God. Do you know how amazing that is that you can have a Bible in your home that you can read in your own language? Do you know how amazing that is? Do you know that in most of the history of the world that's never existed? That kind of access? You wanted access to the Word of God? You went to the priest? Even after Jesus, even in New Testament times, you still had to go somewhere else to get it. Especially in your own language. You'd go to the, the, the special place and then and then they'd have it, you know, in, in Latin or something else or some other you had to learn some foreign language just to even know what they were saying. It wasn't until like the 14, 1500s we started to see it coming more and more into more languages and more available. 1611 was pretty big with the King James Bible in English, pretty big for us. And now it's being taken and being made into all the nations all around the world. People receiving the word of God in their own language. Do you know how amazing that is? And if you don't have that, there's software that you could go online and pull it up. Amazing. What a wonderful thing that we have.